You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 34. Hello, hello, friends. I am back after an entire week of no podcast episodes where I kind of just randomly fell off the face of the planet. I'm so sorry about that. Um, If you're listening to this in real time, I did not post any podcast episodes last week. Honestly, just kind of got a little bit behind. Life's getting a little crazy. My wedding is coming up here pretty soon and there is just a lot to do. Also, wedding season is about to kick off. So it's busy, busy, busy time. But I'm back. I'm here. I'm ready to take on this week and, you know, teach you guys some fun things today. So I hope you guys are stoked. All right. I have a question for you. What is one of the worst parts of being an entrepreneur? Well, taxes probably, to be honest. But the second worst is having to create so much dang content. Can I get an amen? How on earth are we supposed to be putting so much out into the world every single day? Like, there's seriously, there's like so many rules, right? You know, post one day or post once a day on Instagram. Use reels and TikToks, but don't post a reel with the TikTok logo on Instagram because then you get shadow banned. And don't share the same content on Facebook that you do on Instagram and make videos, but they all must be entertaining and blah, 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 and write lots of blogs and SEO and all the things. It's freaking overwhelming. Am I right? Yes. (laughs) Don't even, you don't even have to answer, sis. I got you. Um, Just, you know, and when I think back, it's funny. Like I think back on just a few short years ago when I first became an entrepreneur, I was training horses. I had my own little horse training business, horse riding lesson business. I was a wedding photographer and content creation was like not on my radar. It's not, and I didn't feel like it was how it is today. It might've been, but I felt, I was probably just ignorant because I was so new and I just had no idea that this was like even a thing. But as I've kind of pivoted in my business and grown, I've really seen how vital content creation really is, especially as I've started to step into the educational industry and kind of adding different types of streams into my business beyond just doing photography. So content is, you know, if you're kind of like, okay, like what is content creation really though? It's, it's kind of just a fancy word for anything that you put out into the world, but specifically on the internet. So this could be text form, audio form, photos, videos, you name it. It's how we are going to get people to find our brands and our businesses and how we're going to be able to serve our audiences in hopes that one day they will buy from us. Content is a powerful tool that is oftentimes overlooked or not used to its full potential. Posting a photo with a one-word caption does technically count as content. However, it probably will not drive the same results as a more thought-out, longer caption providing significant value to your ideal client or consumer. Now, whether you are a rancher, a blogger, a leather worker, a photographer, a shop owner, a Western influencer, content creation is super important for a solid marketing strategy, but it does not have to consume your whole life. Now, are your hands in the air like hallelujah? Because I know mine are. (laughs) Remember, you became an entrepreneur to have more time, more free time, not less. So let's learn how to work smarter and not harder. In this episode today, I'm going to teach you how you can turn one piece of content into 10 different types of content. So are you ready? Are you ready? Ready, ready, ready? Let's dive on it. 
Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Friend, what kind of business coach, mentor, educator, influencer... <laughs> Okay, not really. What, you know, but what would I be if I didn't give you my best kept secret for running a business? You know what I mean? Like, how rude would that be if I told, if I didn't tell you what was like the source of keeping my crazy entrepreneurial brain in order, in check, making sure I have happy clients and that all my shiz is in order. That would just, that'd be wrong. So I'm gonna share it with you today. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's HoneyBook. Okay, I know this ain't the first time you've heard about HoneyBook, especially if you've been listening to me, but if you still have not jumped on the HoneyBook train, sister, we need to talk. HoneyBook is going to change your life. I remember two years ago, however long it's been, it wasn't honestly that long ago that I was like, I don't need HoneyBook. I'm not going to use it. I have a system. I send contracts this way. This is how it works. Like, it's fine. My life is good. My photography business is rolling. We're good. We're Gucci. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a shot. Let's try the free trial. You know what I mean? And I did it. And holy cow, I'm never going back. HoneyBook is life-changing. I don't care what kind of business you are. If you're a photographer, if you are a shop, if you are some other kind of online business, if you have client work at all and you manage clients and things, you need HoneyBook, honey. And let me tell you why. You can send contracts. You can get paid online. You can have your clients digitally signed. So there's no more of that weird back and forth. Hey, please just mail me a scanned copy of your contract. And it's like super back and forth and you're waiting for like a week and it takes forever. No, no, no more of that. You can do it all super quickly. You can send questionnaires. You can send brochures. You can write notes. I mean, there is so much. Everything is so organized. You track your emails in there. So everything is all in one place. Each client has their own client portal and their little, little section. So everything is just easy to access and to find and you will never ever have to go searching through your inbox for information ever again. It's life-changing. You need it, but you know, if you don't want to just take it from me, take it, you know, learn from yourself. You can head to sarahelrod.com slash honeybook to start a free trial and get a discount when you decide that you cannot live without honeybook because let's be honest, that's going to happen. I promise you. So again, that is sarahelrod.com slash honeybook to get started with your client management today. So I want you to know that there are many different types of ways to create content, but this is just my own personal method that has worked for me. And you may need to tweak this and adjust things as necessary for you or whatever's gonna work better for you. Like I said, this is just me personally, but there are so many different ways that you can do this. So first things first, I like to write down all the different platforms that I plan to use in my marketing strategy and create content for. So some of you, 
that are maybe more advanced in your businesses may have a really long list. And some of you who are just starting out in business may have a shorter list. Both are totally fine, but if you only have one thing then or one platform, then let's just, you know, maybe work on getting more. Let's say you're only on Instagram right now and that's the only platform that you promote your business on. Let's try to work on getting a second one created. Um, possibly after this episode. So um, that's going to be my encouragement for you today. And I will hopefully help get hopefully help you get there. And uh, I will give you my recommendations on which what this next best platform is going to be um, in just a little bit. So first, I want you to separate this list that you've created, like write down all the platforms that you're on that you have, and then separate those into two different categories. So the two different categories are going to be your main content, and then your supporting content. And common platforms for main content would be something like a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a Facebook group, things like that. And then common supporting content platforms, which are the platforms that are going to direct people from, you know, they'll, they'll direct people to that main content that you've created. These are things like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, an email newsletter, or pretty much just any type of social media. Now, my recommendations, if you are just starting out and you maybe are not on a ton of platforms, so let's say you just have Instagram right now, then my recommendations would be to start a blog and an email list. And that's because these are some of the lower hanging fruits. Um, oftentimes a video show or like a YouTube channel can be a little intimidating for someone who's not used to creating consistent content. So getting in front of the camera can be a little bit intimidating for us. That's totally fine. Let's start with something that doesn't even require us to show our face. It's just written content. So let's start with a blog and then an email list, which I know so many people are hesitant on email lists. I'm hoping that if you stick around with me on any platform and you listen to me for long enough that I will change your mind on an email list because they really are so important and they drive so much traffic onto your website and onto anything that you want people to be checking out. I just believe in them so much, but I won't go into too much detail on that today. Um, I just really love email lists, but at the bare, bare minimum, let's do Instagram and a blog. Now, the next step is to really start planning. So once you have your platforms decided, it's time to start this planning process of what you're actually going to be, what kind of content you're actually going to be creating. Now, I want you to think about things that you have coming up. Do you have any launches or special offers that you want to promote? Let's say maybe it's almost the holidays and you want to really start um, promoting for Black Friday. You have, you know, sales coming up that you want to push for. Um, if you're a wedding photographer, maybe you have a discount on your wedding packages. Or if you're a boutique or a shop, you might do a sale on graphic tees or something. Um, if you are launching a course or, you know, you're wanting to teach something, then that's that could be something that you are working towards promoting. And our content that we're going to create is what's going to push people to eventually, we're going to serve them through our content to eventually want to buy from us whatever this product is. Now, again, whatever this looks like for you, it's going to be different for everybody. So just start to think about what, what offer you specifically want to push the most and how what you're wanting to sell more of. So I break my content down into three different 
ways or chunks um, and I do this quarterly, monthly, and weekly, and then obviously daily kind of. Um, so I usually have one big goal each quarter that I want to achieve. So whether that is a financial goal, financial goal, or a, you know, some type of goal for how many of something that I sell or, or whatever that might be, um, or just an achievement on I really want my students to get to this point or I really want this to happen. So again, something that's going to look a little different for everybody, but I like to think about, you know, a big picture goal for each quarter and there's four quarters in a year. So that's really four big picture goals. And then, um, each month I have another goal each month in that quarter. So there's three months in a quarter. Each month I kind of have a smaller goal. So I take that big goal and then I break it down into like three parts. And then I have a goal for that month. And that's what's going to help me get towards that bigger goal because we really want to break these things down. It's really hard to get um, to achieve goals and dreams and all these things if we don't have an action plan and we don't break it up into smaller parts. So break it down. I do each month has its own goal. And then weekly. So there's approximately, let's say, four weeks in every month. So you can either do a weekly goal or just create, just start to think about what that monthly goal is and then have content each week that's going to push you towards that monthly goal that will eventually push you towards that um, over overall big quarterly goal that you have. So do you kind of see hopefully how all of this breaks down? I love, I'm, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to like goal setting and just breaking this stuff down. And I think it helps so much. Um, it makes things seem a lot less intimidating when you're able to break them down. So the next thing, I really like to make a dump list of all the content ideas. Like sometimes I just have so much stuff swimming around in my brain and I am a huge fan of making lists and staying organized in that way. And sometimes I just have 5 million things swirling around in my brain, whether that has to do with my business or my personal life, especially right now planning a wedding. There's just so much stuff happening in my brain all the time that I have to just get out a piece of paper and write everything down. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a grocery list, if it's, you know, stuff I need to create for my business, if it's wedding things, like whatever, I just have to write it all down and like dump it out. And then from there, I can kind of organize it again into smaller chunks and different lists and all that. Again, I'm kind of a nerd about this, but going back to just content creation, definitely make a dump list of all the content ideas that you can think of or topics that you know that your ideal client needs to hear about and bring a ton of value. Your content should always be providing some type of value to them and value can look like education. It can look like entertainment. Um, it could look like inspiration any of these things. So kind of figure that all out, write out a bunch of ideas that you have that come into your brain. And from there, we want to figure out the timing. So focus your, you know, I want you to focus on your main content ideas first. So don't even think about like social media. Don't think about Instagram. Don't think about all the smaller things right now because those are the easy parts. So I want you to first focus on whatever your main thing is. So for this example, we're using a blog. So 
Um, figure out how often you want to post on your blog. So is that once per week, maybe two to three times a week, or maybe every single day? But you have to be realistic about this and do something that you are actually going to stick to. If you struggle with posting once per week on a blog, then do not set yourself up to fail by assigning five posts every single week. Start small. Work, work on just getting consistent and getting into a groove and, and working towards that. And then once you are able and once you're like a master of it and you're like, heck yeah, I got one post down a week. Like I'm solid. I've been doing this for six months now and like I haven't missed a single week. Great. Now you can start to add more onto your plate, but don't just jump in head first and have like, you know, I want to do 10 posts a week. Don't do that. That's just, you're just going to get so overwhelmed. So Figure out what works best for you, what you can promise your audience, because that's the other thing is we have to have some accountability. So if you're going to tell your audience that you are going to post on a on your blog once per week, every, let's say, Monday, then you have to stick to it because you're going to you'll gain their trust if you're consistent about it. But if you fall off the wagon and I mean, once every now and then is not going to be a big deal. But if you're constantly missing blog posts and it's like a whole month goes by and you didn't post one time on it and you didn't give them a heads up, you just randomly didn't show up one week, you're going to lose their trust. They're going to stop believing that, you know, you're being honest with them. And that's like the last thing we want to do with marketing. Marketing is all about building relationships, building trust. People are more likely to buy from people that they like, know, and trust. So keep that in mind. So definitely pick a day, pick an amount that you can stick to and that you can promise them and yourself. So now let's say, you know, you're going to do once per week. Um, and there's about four weeks, give or take, in every single month. So that means you need to write about four blog posts each month, which really might sound intimidating, but like you could probably do that in a day. It shouldn't take you that long. So awesome. Now you have an entire month of blog posts done, but now we just need to figure out how to get people to actually see it. And this is where all of your supporting content is going to come in. So like I said before, if this is all new to you, start small. Maybe you just have Instagram as supporting content. That's perfect. You can take a snippet from that blog post and use it as an Instagram caption and then add a call to action at the end telling people to go read your blog post. You could put the link to the blog post in your bio and that's going to get more people clicking on your link, more people onto your website. That's going to boost your SEO, all these things. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay. Um, but it's good. That's what we want. You can also talk about it on your stories. So, I mean, I'm a huge fan about like, if you're gonna put something out there, like a, a piece of content that you know is valuable and that people, like that's the whole point is the content that you're creating should be so valuable to your ideal client that they like have to read it. Like they can't not read it. And so if you know that you're providing that kind of content and you've created that kind of content, why would you hide it from them by not talking about it a lot? So post it on your feed, post it on your stories of a video of you talking about it, whatever you can do to drive people to go click on that link in your bio to go over to your blog and read this post. Now, if that feels like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, that feels, you know, kind of repetitive. Um, it feels like I'm talking about the same thing too much. 
just remember this, especially on Instagram, only about six to 10% of your followers on Instagram are actually seeing your posts. So it's not too repetitive if you do a feed post and a story post or a reel or an IGTV or whatever that is on the same topic. Plus, you can talk about the same topic in a few different ways. So you're not just like, you know, writing this Instagram caption and then that's the word for word what you're saying on your stories. Don't do that. Talk about it in different ways. Make it exciting in different ways. Marketing is a lot of testing as well and trial and error so you know some people might not click on it because of what they read on your feed post like maybe that doesn't you know eh, that's not really getting me I'm not I don't care but then like the way you talk about it on your stories they're like oh maybe I do want to read this so um you know talking about it more and studies show that someone needs to see something about seven times before taking action so if you talk about that blog post over and over and over again like let's say you do one blog post a week and you make it a point to go on your stories and talk about it four times that week, then chances are you're going to get more people to read it. Don't just talk about it one time and then never talk about it ever again because sometimes people need to hear about something a few different times before they actually take action on it. Now, we talked a little bit about email lists earlier. I highly recommend getting an email list in your business. Even if you don't have a website, you can have an email list, which is a beautiful thing. And it's one of the easiest ways to get your content right in front of somebody without having to battle the algorithm. So, you know, you kind of have to have a website to have a blog, but let's say you don't have a website yet and you're not ready to take that jump, but you're kind of on board for an email list. You don't have to have a website to do this. You could provide the same value in an email that you would in a blog post, or if you write an Instagram caption, now you can get people on your email list and you can, you know, because of the Instagram algorithm, only, you know, such a small percentage is seeing your stuff, you could take in your email and link to your Instagram post and say, hey, like I made a new post on Instagram. Here's what I'm talking about. Like click here to go check it out. Doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but it's going to get more eyes on your content. So I highly, highly recommend trying an email list. You can try it for free. Um, my favorite platform, I've used a few different ones and the easiest one by far, my absolute favorite that I love is Flowdesk. It's just so amazing. It makes everything so simplified. So if you're like not super techie or the whole idea of email marketing just confuses you, I feel you. Um, you can get a free trial and then if you do decide to commit to it, you can get 50% off if you go to sarahelrod.com slash flowdesk. So sarahelrod.com slash F-L-O-D-E-S-K and that will give you 50% off for life. So definitely go check that out. All right, so if you're a more advanced business owner or you have more platforms and you want to spread your content, even more, really spread it out wide as much as you possibly can all over the place, that's great. Here's how you can take one piece of content and stretch it out across a bunch of platforms. So I'm actually gonna give you a real example of how I do this in my own business. So I start with looking at each day of the month and I decide what topics I want to discuss that day. And again, if I have a bigger goal that I'm achieving, then it all that's kind of what tells me what I need to be promoting and posting that day. So picking a topic for each day. Now, I would just pick one topic if this is kind of a new concept for you. I currently have like two to three topics that I rotate through each day. Um, 
this is a newer strategy that I've started doing um, and I really kind of like the flow that I have going. So um, let me just kind of break that down a little bit for you. So my main content sources that I have in my business are my podcast uh, that you're listening to right now, um, my blog, my YouTube channel, and my private Facebook group. So I start with the topic and I write down an outline um, of all the information that I want for that topic to be, um, that I want covered. So I write this all out on a Google Doc, which is free. And this outline serves a few different purposes. I use it as notes as I record the podcast. I kind of go down the notes and, and read these uh, little talking points to make sure I don't forget anything. And then I also will fill in the blanks of the notes and like add more words and sentences and paragraphs and all that to create a nicely written blog post. So think of it kind of like this. I record the podcast, which is an audio form of content. And while recording the podcast, I'm also recording myself talking. And this is turned into a YouTube video. And then the transcribed slash spark notes version of what I'm saying is what becomes the long form pod or not podcast blog post. And then I have two Facebook groups currently, but only one serves as a main content source in my strategy. And that is my VIP alumni student Facebook group. This is where all my past and current students hang out and they get to ask questions and they have access to me um, at any time, pretty much. Um, so anytime I go into that Facebook group and I record a video or do a live training, um, they have first dibs on that content because they're in a VIP group. So they get to see it first before everybody else. But then two weeks later, I will use that same video as a YouTube video, as a podcast episode, um, and of course, a blog post. So that's kind of how I have my main content written out. Now, my supporting content sources, um, this is, again, what I use to drive traffic to all these different main content things. So for me, that looks like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and my email list. But there's honestly so many more out there as well. These are just the ones I am currently juggling. So blog post sections are turned into Instagram captions. Facebook posts link to the blog post directly. And, you know, I might use a snippet um, as, you know, the caption or whatever from the blog post as well. LinkedIn will link to the podcast episodes and is mainly used to promote the podcast. That's kind of my main goal for LinkedIn um, and business education. I don't really do any photography on there. Um, Twitter is usually a quick one-liner piece of content with strategic hashtags having to do with that day's topic. Sometimes I link to things depending on what it is. Uh, TikTok is kind of more brand awareness for me. I will still cover the topics of the blogs and things like that, but mostly my main goal with TikTok is to just build brand awareness. And then um, my email list just directs people directly to the blog as well. So it's important that I note in each blog post, I have links to the podcast episodes that link to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And so once someone lands on the blog post, they can either read about the topic or they can listen to that episode directly on that podcast or on that blog post page, or they can click off to their preferred um, podcasting platform. So 
I just direct everything to the blog post because I want more people to come onto my website versus going directly to my YouTube channel or directly to Spotify. I would rather them click on my blog post because that's going to boost SEO. Um, so that's kind of how I do it. Now, I know I mentioned that I do a few different topics a day. Basically, I have this all broken down. So Mondays and Wednesdays are my podcasting days. And so everything is mainly focused on that topic is the topic of what I'm talking about on the podcast. But my um, since I have several different Instagram accounts, I have a podcasting Instagram and then I have my personal Instagram. Um, I don't post about the podcast episode on my personal Instagram on my feed the same day that I do on the the podcast Instagram because if people follow both accounts then I don't want them to see two different posts um, on the same exact day that say the same exact thing from two different accounts. So I will post a uh, Instagram post on the podcasting Instagram page talking about the episode for that day and then on my personal account I'll pick a different topic and then I kind of rotate through and then the next day or the next week I will talk about it on my personal account. So that way the content kind of shifts. So I just have two different topics so hopefully that kind of makes sense as to how I shift back and forth between the two. All right, so let's dive into just a few ideas to get your brains running a little bit, depending on what kind of industry you're in. So let's say you're a wedding photographer. Topic ideas that you could do in a blog post or a video or anything like that would be outfit ideas or tips for writing a good timeline for your wedding day, um, things to consider when planning your wedding, how to look good in your photos, posing tips, etc. If you're a clothing boutique, you could do things like how to style a graphic tee in three different ways, spring fashion trends, must-haves for your closet all that kind of good stuff. If you're an influencer, you could do your skincare routine, your shopping list from the grocery store, how you stay fit, tips to becoming an influencer. Um, if you're a cattle rancher, you could do a list of your daily tasks, how you got started in ranching, what people don't know about your industry, do's and don'ts to become a rancher. These are all just like random ideas um, that you can kind of take with. If I didn't list your kind of industry, then take it for what it is and come up with your own examples. So the point is that creating content is much easier than it may seem. Take a day to dream a little bit and brain dump all of your ideas out onto a piece of paper. Be strategic, create a spreadsheet, um, laying out each month and what your main goal is for that month and what you want to talk about and how you want to promote whatever it is that you're going to promote. Think about what you're going to post each and every day. It's really not as hard as it may seem. And plus, so much of this can be automated, which is amazing. Um, you can even automate your Instagram posts now. I don't know if you guys know that, but before you couldn't do that or a lot of platforms were like third-party platforms and Instagram does not like that. And now you can automate directly through, well, not directly through Instagram, but if you have a Facebook page for your Instagram account, you can automate Instagram posts through that. So pro tip of the day, you don't even have to think to post every single day on Instagram because now you can automate it. Um, and using an app like Facebook to automate it is good because Facebook owns Instagram. So anyway, not going to mess with your, with your algorithm as much. Um, anyways, I hope this was helpful. You got this, my friend. If you are listening to this episode right now and this show has helped you in any way and you're thinking, oh, heck, yes, this is giving me all, all the ideas, all the brain juices, then do me a favor and take a screenshot 
of listening to this episode right now or take a picture, something like that to let me know that you're tuned in and tag me on Instagram so I can come cheer you on and support you personally. Until next time, my friends, I love you guys. You're going to kick some butt. I hope you guys are going to do amazing things in your businesses. I don't know. It's Monday. Okay. All right, guys. Love you, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, friends. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.